that family members who are responsible for the children will realize that and will be enthusiastic about getting their children vaccinated. We are vaccinated. recommending COVID-19 vaccination. COVID-19 vaccination is safe and effective for children. They kept pushing that it was safe and effective and do it for grandma and grandpa. And it can help keep you and your family safe from severe illness or death. It was 112 days. From the day she got the shot to the day she died was 112 days. A little over three months. For your neighborhood, for your country. It sounds corny, but it's a patriotic thing to do. For those 11 hours she was alive, it was, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. So I took him to take the first shot. Uh, five days later, my neighbor, he called me, Mr. Can I take the boys to eat and play basketball? She took him to the park. They got off the truck and took off running across the parking lot and he collapsed. Tonight is about a celebration for Trista, missing her, loving her, but at the same time, we want to fight what killed her. But these people need to be stopped. I don't understand how everybody is just sitting back and letting them do this. In the battle on the field, there is evil on the move, but I hope that you can feel that I will always fight for you. The shot that is killing us around the world. Welcome back to Whistleblower Wednesday here on the Rob Manus Show at the Red Voice Media Network. And we are simulcast on X Spaces with our live audience. We'll uh, religious uh, rights have been trampled on. The uh, government's forcing children to take an experimental concoction into their bodies for no valid medical reason. Businesses deemed non-essential. Segregation of our society. Schools closed. This is just a small list of the egregious actions of governments across the board in the recent medical experiment the entire world was forced to participate in. Well, this show is dedicated to the families you will see in the documentary that our opening video is the trailer for. We pray for all of them and that they will find the telling the truth of their story somehow has a positive impact on their lives and the memory of those children that they have lost. So from the producers of that documentary titled Shot Dead, here are a few words. Quote, this is the movie we wish we didn't have to make, but this is a movie everyone needs to see. For the first time ever, hear the stories of COVID shot deaths as told by the parents who lost their children. Close quote. Well, you're gonna hear from the families uh, brave enough to speak up and admit that the shot killed their children. Uh, you'll hear from the ones who have refused to keep quiet. Uh, Taryn Gregson, the director of Shot Dead, is my guest today. Taryn is an award-winning journalist, former golf broadcaster, and on-camera host. She has interviewed the likes of Tiger Woods, my favorite golfer in modern times, covered the Ryder Cup, and been blessed to MC charity events for golfers and tournaments alike. And she now hosts Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. And that's on the Red Voice Media Network, folks. I got to put a plug in there. Uh, and she's a mom. 
uh, amongst a whole bunch of other things. Well, Taryn, welcome to the Rob Mina Show. It's good to have you. Well, thank you so much for, for having me and for giving these families a voice. It, it's needed. They've been silenced by their government, by social media, you name it. Yeah, uh, I apologize for my my voice getting a little emotional there. That is, uh, uh, this documentary really hit me when I saw the trailer and I heard about it uh, through our management at Red Voice Media Network. So I wanted to get you on here uh, to uh, publicize it so we can get as large of an audience because this has to be seen. You know, just like what happened on October 7th in Israel, we can't ask people or let people turn their eyes and ears away from this uh, uh, any more we, than we can October 7th, you know. So uh, uh, I'm glad that you had, were able to make the time to do this show with me. Uh, we do have a live audience on Spaces that's listening to us. And, uh, and once each segment, each segment, I give an opportunity for one question or a comment. And I'm sure there will be some because... You know, what's, what's happened to our country, I can't say it any better than you all did uh, in the movie trailer uh, or that the parents have. Uh, it's, just, it's just very, very damning on our free, suppo supposed free society. But one of the questions that really came to mind when I, when, I, when I first saw the trailer and read about the documentary, Tyrion, was uh, how many families are represented in the film? There are three families represented in the film that were brave enough to come forward and tell their stories. Two of them are teenagers, uh, parents of teenagers that have lost their lives to the shot. And then we also have a mother who was mandated to get the shot in her first trimester working at a nursing home. And she lost her baby 12 hours after her baby was born with a congenital diaphragmatic hernia unknown to her until um, the birth. The birth was, she also only had a 10 centimeter umbilical cord, usually umbilical cords are about 30 centimeters. And this is just due to, you know, birth defects from the inflammatory response that this shot has. It's one of the most inflammatory uh, shots that leads to birth defects, miscarriages, stillbirths, you name it. So we really wanted to represent um, children of all ages and pregnant moms that have lost their babies. And, and we also have a whistleblower nurse from labor and delivery who talks about the horrors that she continues to see and has started seeing since March 2021. That's important, that date, not since 2020, but since March 2021, moms that are coming in and losing their babies late in pregnancy and are doing so um, or having major complications themselves after birth. Yeah, uh, you know, gosh, this is a tough issue uh, for me to talk about. Uh, um, and I think for most families that have had an impact, uh, from either the disease or the vaccine or both. Uh, and I know in my family, it's been both. Uh, so uh, I really appreciate you guys doing this and putting the children and the, the pregnant moms uh, uh, forward because, and I had you on Whistleblower Wednesday because this, believe it or not, people have closed their eyes and ears to the truth around this issue, Tyrion. I think you know that that's why you guys are are doing this effort and why many others have done other things that you'll see some clips throughout the show uh, of other folks uh, that have dared to tell the truth too. Uh, so this is really blowing the whistle on this again uh, to bring it to people's minds at the forefront and energize them to take action at the local state and federal level and, and, and participate in their government because that's what it's 
required, isn't it? Did you hear that from the families uh, during the documentary? Uh, 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 concerns or ideas on uh, how they or people they know are trying to take action uh, to get legislation passed to restrict uh, like emergency powers and those kinds of things? These parents desperately want to tell their stories to begin with because they've been silenced. They just want to warn other parents so other parents don't lose their children the way that these these parents. So first and foremost, they're just trying to get their voices heard to begin with. And we did work with um, the Martin family who was getting the runaround from the Oklahoma medical examiner, was not able to get the autopsy for a very long time. And we helped them, you know, approach politicians there to to help them to get answers that they deserved. So they were they were starting to get active after we filmed with them in their local state legislature. And you're right, we have to bring this to people's attention. We still have to continue to talk about this. I, as a former golf broadcaster, I lost my job during these mandates, but that is nothing compared to losing a child like these people have gone through. And they're trying to warn people because ASIP voted unanimously, by the way, to put this on the recommended childhood vaccine schedule to put the COVID shot on this. So children are going to be recommended to get this shot as a part of their routine uh, schedule. And we know that children are dying from this shot. And we know that, you know, we should be questioning ASIP's, um, you know, judgment to if they put this shot with this horrible safety and efficacy data on the childhood vaccine schedule that now involves over a hundred injections with the COVID added to it. What has their judgment been like for all of these other? Um, have they been turning a blind eye to safety? This is a question that Dr. Peter McCullough brings up. And then we can also talk about the fact that prior to COVID, it has been unethical for obvious reasons for pregnant women to be involved in clinical trials. Well, you mm-hmm. know, during COVID and this shot that was just completely blown um, out the window, no longer a big deal. So now for the RSV vaccine, women, pregnant women were included in the clinical trials. Uh, this is an mRNA shot, this RSV vaccine. It was pushed through very quickly uh, with little to no safety or efficacy data. And so now women that are pregnant are going into their OBGYN's office. They're being told to get the flu shot, the DTAP shot, the COVID shot, and the RSV shot. And so it's, again, this is just continuing to push forward in many states are trying to take away religious exemptions from childhood, from kids uh, to attend school, to attend daycare, you name it. And we, the Patriots USA, who I work with and who back this movie, you know, they're taking on these states like Connecticut in the courts and and trying to restore that freedom and that right. So again, it seems like it's um, in the blinders for so many people, but families are still losing their kids to this and families are still at risk to lose their kids to this shot and the various other ways that they're trying to um, push forward with their new tactics. Um, like I said, through the RSV vaccine, you name it. Absolutely, all, all points that I'm very concerned about, and we're gonna dive deeper into at least a couple of them before the show's over. Let's go over to the Spaces audience. Uh, uh, Kat is our uh, producer over there and our host. Uh, Kat, uh, anybody with a mic with a question? Elizabeth from Texas. I have never like mandated anything. What can we do to assist in fighting, mandating kids taking this shot? There's been adults that have died. There's been kids that have died. And I'm 
fed up with people dying because of the federal government and the blood on their hands. Great question, uh, Elizabeth. Thank you very much. Uh, Tiernan, I'll let you uh, take a shot at that, so to speak, and then I'll say my piece before we go to our first break. I think that just sharing the truth and love is the first and foremost thing that we can do, continuing to to talk to people, educating people about the risks involved in this so they can do their own research and have informed consent and really understand what they're injecting their children with um, whenever they walk into the doctor's office. So education is huge. And also, you know, getting behind organizations like We the Patriots USA or many others, there's Liberty Council, you name it, all these other organizations that are fighting these things in the courts when they're trying to take away parents' rights to have religious exemptions for their children in, in all these various states, we have to stand strong to allow parent right to make that choice. And we have to continue to fight for that. And then third of all, continue to stand up and say no. I mean, I there's no reason that I or anybody else had to lose their job. We could have all stood up and said no um, from the start. But now we're here we are battling in the courts. Here we are making documentaries like this. And this is the battle that God put us in. And we're going to fight it. And we're going to push forward. And amazing people like like our our viewer question here, you know, that are going to continue to get behind us and they themselves get out in the community and share the truth and love. But I think those are all all ways. We also have a petition at wethepatriotsusa.org. We are trying to amend the Civil Rights Act to make health status discrimination illegal. So protecting your vaccination status, for example, making that a protected class under the Civil Rights Act, just like religion. Uh, pregnancy, disability, you name it. Yeah, uh, great response. Here's mine, Elizabeth, before we go to the break. And that is, you know, I'm soon here in the next few weeks, I'll have one of the leaders of this organization. It's called Mississippi Parents for Vaccine Rights uh, on the show because we got legislation passed to guarantee religious freedom exemptions ability. Uh, unfortunately, you have to get it passed at the state level. Uh, to put it into law so they can't get around it. Uh, but uh, Mississippi, my state where I live, now has that capability and no child can be forced to take a vaccine uh, of any type uh, over their religious objections. So, and that's my point is work at the state level, organize, get with organizations of parents and, and grandparents that are, that are probably out there somewhere or make one yourself. And uh, the movie is Shot Dead. Uh, it's coming out soon, and uh, we'll talk more about it after this break here on The Rob Mana Show, the Red Voice Media Network. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be 
smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Listen up, folks. Bidenomics is not working. The U.S. dollar is losing value, and your hard-earned savings are at risk. You can act now before it's too late with a straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. Go call my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection health guide and learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar in volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. You dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. The, the regular number is 833-287-2465. Or Visit the website at protectfrombiden.com. Welcome back to the Rob Mana Show. We're talking with the director of Shot Dead, uh, Tieran Gregson, uh, who is, uh, you know, lost her job due to the vaccine mandates and those kind of things and sports reporting. Uh, and but you're also a mom, uh, Tieran. And uh, one of the questions that came to my mind uh, as a mom doing the director role of this movie and seeing and hearing all this firsthand and, and uh, you know, experiencing the pain of these families and everything. What did you have to do so you could do it? Because I get emotional just talking about it. You know, um, for the majority of these interviews, I somehow, you know, I would pray prior to the interviews in private and you know, I'd somehow keep it together through the whole interview. And we always would wrap up the interviews at, in, a, in a group prayer with the entire production um, staff, our, our camera people, the, the parents being interviewed, whatnot. And that would just, that would help um, just put an air of peace over everything that we talked about. Because, I mean, these parents are recounting the very last time they see their child. And um, it is devastating. It's devastating to hear. It's um, it's hard. And yeah, there were moments in private after that I had to to shed tears, you know, in private. But it, the, all I can say is the Holy Spirit helped me keep it together through these because even now um, we're still in the final stages of the editing process and I tear up listening to some of these stories. And um, I just still my heart breaks still so much for these parents and they are just a very small handful because as Dr. Peter McCullough, who is in this documentary, who he explains very eloquently how these children are walking around with myocardial scars on their hearts and the various ways that they end up losing their lives to this. And, uh, you know, just like he said, even though it is a very small percentage number that have been injured and have lost their lives to this shot, that is actually a very large number of people because it has been applied to the masses because this is yes. this took place worldwide on such a large scale. So some people are like, oh, you know, it's so rare. Well, it's it's really not in the grand scheme of things when you have, you know, over 80% of the globe undergoing this, that means hundreds of thousands of people have had adverse reactions or death to this. And so Perhaps. no matter how small, it's a large number. 
the percentage number may be small, but it's a very large number. Uh, I mean, uh, let's go ahead and show clip two, Disco Producer Man, uh, for me, and uh, you'll see why I'm going to ask my next question in this this video clip. I regret getting the vaccine, even though I'm a 52-year-old woman, because I don't think I needed it. I think I would have been fine. I got COVID many times, and I it was well past when the vac vaccine was doing what it was supposed to be doing. Um, and then for the first time, I tested positive for an autoimmune issue at my annual physical. Hmm. And I asked, I went to the best rheumatologist in New York, and I asked her, do you think this could have to do with the fact that I got the damn booster and then got COVID within three weeks? And she said, yes, yes, I wasn't the only one she'd seen that way. Regret getting the vaccine, even though I'm a 52 year old woman, because yeah, so that's I don't Kelly, think I needed it. Uh, speaking there uh, in that short clip, uh, Tieran, and uh, for the uh, Spaces audience, that's who that was. And she's a celebrity somewhat still. Uh, and my question was uh, Are you getting any, any celebrity support to help publicize the movie? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, see, uh, I see various celebrities doing certain you know, supporting other causes and those kind of things, like the child trafficking movie that came out uh, and those kind of things. So I was just wondering if you had been able to corral any of these folks up that want to help. Not too many um, in Hollywood, as you can imagine, want to help with this. But, you know, I have uh, connected with Jessica Seta. She's been on my show, Faithful Freedom, and she's just has a wonderful heart and she's vaccine injured. Um, you know, like you said, so many people, um, unless they've been directly affected themselves, kind of want to turn a blind eye to this or um, because this subject has been made political when it isn't, um, many people don't want to dip their toes into it. So Jessica yeah. Seta, former Pussycat Doll, um, you know, she is doing so much right now to try and give a voice to the vaccine injured and get, get answers because she herself is trying to heal and trying to get answers to other people that need to heal as well. Um, you know, John Stockton. NBA Hall of Famer. Um, he's been very outspoken behind all of this. He's been very supportive of our efforts. Um, but yeah, it's it's few and far between of um, people in the spotlight that want to talk about this. Well, you celebrities out there that are watching the Rob Mana show, I know that some of you do. If you can pitch in and help get this movie publicized and make it sure that every everybody needs to see it, especially parents and grandparents, you know. Uh, help us out. Reach out to, to Tiran. She's on Spaces and she's reachable uh, mm -hmm. to help with Shot Dead. That's the name of the movie. And it's a documentary about three families that lost uh, children uh, to the shot. Uh, and, uh, you know, Tiran, one of the reasons I didn't, my youngest son is in his teens. He was in 10th grade when this broke. Uh, I refused to let him get that shot immediately, even though. I'm a military child and a military career person, uh, and, and I have shot records from DOD going all the way back to when I was born. Uh, but you know, though you mentioned the shot uh, schedule, the vaccine schedule, and how this was put on the current schedule at the federal level as a recommendation, and a lot of states make take those and make them automatically mandatory is what's wrong with that system. Uh, and, uh, you know, getting back to my youngest son, uh, here's the reason why I didn't let him get it, because he, his shot record list, when I compare it to mine when I was a baby, is like six times longer, number one, and he developed autism. Uh, uh, and uh, 
None of our other children, nobody in my family's ever had it. Uh, I'm not saying that there's a direct link to that, but something's going on because the autistic uh, part of the population has been increasing dramatically in the last 15 to 20 years. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I follow Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, it, you know, and his organization that looks to protect children's health, health uh, in that regard. So it's very concerning, and I'm so glad he didn't get it. I got it. Then I talked my breast cancer survivor wife into getting it after I had it for six months and didn't have any issues. But I'm very concerned considering what we're seeing uh, with these uh, strange occurrences and reoccurrences of cancers now. And uh, we both seem to have uh, uh, no immune system for common colds anymore. Uh, you know, I went 10 years without getting a cold when I left the Air Force. And I've had, I have a cold every time I go out in public, just about I come down with another cold or one of us does, you know. So, you know, Megyn Kelly's issue about the autoimmune response, uh, I think there's something to that. They may be small numbers, but I think they're. I think it's having some kind of effect. This type of vaccine. I believe so. I mean, just the people everywhere, and whether they recognize it or link it or correlate it to the shot or not, are experiencing um, at a higher level sickness. Um, you know, I just had on Dr. Harvey Risch on my show, Faithful Freedom, talking about the turbo cancers that they've recently um, been been seen in people, and they expect to continue to. Um, you know, as time goes on here, uh, the amount of children that are experiencing and getting myocarditis from this and um, just, you know, you even, I even talked to, and I have friends in the medical community and the, um, you know, medical industrial complex that they just, emergency rooms are, are overwhelmed. They're continuing to get more and more people that are just having, you know, standard issues across the board, chronic illness, you name it. Um, ever since the rollout in 2021. And so, you know, it has kind of had this cascading effect. And, um, you know, many people are scared, but maybe it's a good thing. You know, people are turning toward uh, more natural ways to to view their health and more natural ways to treat things, trying to get to the root um, of issues and not just masking it with pharmaceuticals and, and things like that. But, you know, we do a lot of work through our Vaccine Safety Awareness Marathon every year. It's a 24-hour live um, event that we, the Patriots USA, does to bring awareness to the very real safety risks behind the childhood vaccine schedule and all vaccines. I work with um, the co-founder of We the Patriots USA, Brian Festa. His son um, was injured by the flu shot. He has very severe autism um, that occurred immediately after getting the flu shot as a as a baby. And um, the other other co-founder, Don Jolly, she's um, a former military veteran herself and has um, gone through all sorts of vaccine injuries from the array and potpourri of vaccinations she had to get to enter the military um, after 9-11. And so, you know, we talk about it from a generic standpoint because there is a correlation um, with the uh, rise in the amount of vaccines on the schedule and the rise in autism that we see in our youth, um, as well as the use of Tylenol um, for children after they receive the vaccines too, which could be a contributing factor to yeah. uh, the various uh, toxins passing the blood-brain barrier for certain children. Um, you know, why some one mm. child's affected and one child isn't? Why is one able to filter out the toxins when another isn't? Why are parents being asked to make that gamble unknowingly and rolling the dice? And, um, you know, I, my heart goes out to you and your family for that journey of 
your son having autism. I know that that's not an easy journey, but you know, kudos to you guys for for not having him go on to get this COVID shot. Like you said, now it's more than a hundred injections that a child would get by the age of 18 if you included the the COVID shot. And I want people to understand if, if you you know, kudos to you guys in Mississippi. You finally never had that right for um, religious exemptions from childhood vaccines. Mm-hmm. And y'all got that yeah. in Mississippi. That was huge. And there's five, I believe it's five, five or seven states, I uh, have to double check myself there, that do not allow for religious or philosophical exemptions, medical exemptions yeah. only. Everybody else listening, you guys, we are in an opt-out system. I wish it was an opt-in system, but hey, we're in an opt-out. So don't let them for one second make you think that you have to, that it's mandatory for your kid to get this or anything else you're uncomfortable with to attend school. You can get an exemption, whether it's philosophical, religious, what have you. You can. You just have to go out of your way to exercise that freedom. Absolutely. That's a good point. It it is an opt-out system. So you know, take action, folks. Uh, we, we can't be passive uh, in this life anymore. If, if, if the pandemic uh, 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 operations that we witnessed and pushed back against and sometimes accepted and all that uh, tells us one thing, we can no longer be passive if we're uh, in this society, no matter what country you live in, really. Well, I've got a hand up uh, over in the spaces. We'll take that question real quick before we go to the break. Uh, what do you have, Kat? It's me, of course. I saw um, it. <laughs> um, Karen, I'm really glad you're here. I have respect for what you've done with this. And I have a question about during the research for this movie and the people that you've talked to, I know you probably have seen on social media that certain people have a, um, uh, almost, I, I hate to say conspiracy theory, but I do think it's kind of a nefarious outlook on why the, the vaccine was rolled out the way it was, the way the Biden administration has pushed it so hard. I was suspect of that, too. And I'm like, why are they pushing this so hard? So what I'm asking, I guess, is this. Do you see, do they really believe it works? I guess that's what I'm asking, because the evidence shows us a lot different. You know, I mean, my goodness, it's like, oh, you need one booster. No, you need four. No, you need five. No, you need six. I mean, I'm sorry, but all due respect, that doesn't sound like a vaccination that works very well. That's my question. I'm just kind of wondering, like, what you saw during your your making of this film. Well, you know, we uncovered a lot of the um, money trail that happened and a lot of the coercion that took place in all of this. Um, you know, we leave that up to the viewers to make their own conclusions based off the the, the facts that we show them and the FOIA documents that we've uncovered um, for this film via uh, the work of Dr. Thorpe and his wife, Maggie. And um, I don't see how they think in any way, shape or form that these were safe or effective. In fact, we have evidence from the very beginning that it was the exact opposite. And um, so my personal opinion, which is not, you know, the opinion of the film or anything like that, is that they, they, had different and bigger motives than that outside of whatever it was to to you know slow the spread or stop the spread. That was not um, the intentions. It was whether it was money or more nefarious than that. I mean, we we know based on the FOIA documents, which um, were more than sixty percent of them were redacted, that OBGYN Dr. Thorpe and his attorney wife Maggie uncovered and shared with us for this film that, and this is actually public knowledge, that Health and Human Services 
rolled out a $13 billion COVID Community Corps campaign. And that included an array of social media influencers, an array of organizations, an array of um, of entertainment and sports leagues, including the PGA Tour, who fired me, the NFL, MLB, you name it, that signed up to, to push this shot and say that it was safe and effective. And then we go down deeper, and we see that there are some of those organizations on the list, not all of them, but some of them, including the American College of OBGYNs, accepted millions of dollars in grant money from the HHS and the CDC to push this shot using specific messaging that if they didn't, then they would have to pay that grant money back. The American College of OBGYNs, for example, took that money um, later on in 2021. This is after they had the data from Pfizer's 5.3.6 cumulative data, the first 90 days of rollout by February, late February of 2021, they knew that 1,200 people in the first 90 days of rollout lost their lives to this shot. They knew that there was an 85% increase in miscarriages from this shot of the pregnant women that they that they followed in this. They knew that there were an increase in adverse effects to babies that were breastfed. They knew that um, multiple women had lost their babies to stillbirths from this shot. So yeah, it really does make you question the ulterior motives behind not just the government because they were involved in giving money to these organizations, but then the organizations themselves um, who willingly either took money or pushed this agenda on people um, via, you know, doing the dirty work of the federal government. You're exactly right, you know, and uh, when we come back from this break, uh, folks, uh, we'll hear from Dr. Naomi Wolf real briefly on uh, uh, on Pfizer and what she found uh, in the brief opening segment clip for the next segment out of this break. And I'll just tell you this, I'm not, I don't give medical advice, but my family and I, we won't get the boosters because the people that I know that have taken all the boosters get COVID about once a quarter. I mean, that's just a fact of what I know. We'll be right back to the Rob Mana Show with uh, Aaron Gregson, the director of Shot Dead, new documentary coming out November 9th. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement. That features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage, and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster.
there's a section of Pfizer documents where there's an 80% miscarriage rate uh, of the women whom they're following to term. And they happen to lose 236 out of the 270 records of pregnant women that they have. But the ones that they keep, 80% lose their babies. And then later on, and this is report 69, and Dr. Walensky resigned five days after we posted report 69, it shows that Pfizer knew that babies in utero were being exposed to the vaccine in their words through the babies were dying through transplacental exposure mm -hmm. they knew that and they knew that they were poisoning breast milk and that the lipid nanoparticles the mrna and presumably the spike was getting into the breast milk and causing convulsions and deaths and apropos of what dr thorpe has found and what you brought up about um, problems with newborns I interviewed Dr. Uh, not Dr. I interviewed a midwife named Ellen Jasmer, who's finding what is in the Pfizer documents from two years before. They knew that newborns would have um, some of them air sacs between their tiny lungs and their tiny chest walls, and this would cause respiratory distress. They knew it. It's in the Pfizer documents, and. And yet, two years later, Doc Ellen Jasmer is finding babies go home, they seem fine, they're coming back because there's an air pocket between their tiny lungs and their chest walls. Welcome back to the Rob Manus Show uh, here on Whistleblower Wednesday, and we're talking about the new documentary that's being released uh, with the director of that documentary. It's called Shot Dead, uh, and uh, Tieran Gregson has joined us today and has graciously uh, devoted her entire hour to our one-hour show, and we appreciate that. Uh, I mean, what Dr. Wolf was talking about, that was Dr. Naomi Wolf for the Spaces audience that was speaking there, uh, pretty much confirmed what you said in the last segment about the babies and the pregnancies, didn't it? It is. It's exactly you know what we saw in the in the Pfizer documents, and then um, it has been corroborated then with the network of doctors that Dr. Thorpe has been able to talk to that are um, too afraid to come out publicly, but um, have given him their numbers privately. Um, so that's been um, also, you know, talked about on a wider scale. We also have a whistleblower nurse out of California um, who her stillbirth rate at her hospital um, also corresponds with what we have been seeing in the stillbirth rate in the Pfizer documents that we have. So. Um, it is being confirmed on a larger scale um, and continuing, you know, not just in those first 90 days of rollout, but continuing, um, you know, our, our nurse whistleblower, Michelle Gershman, she talks about how they have seen eight stillbirths in one day uh, here in, in 2023. I mean, just a few months ago, she said before uh, the vaccine rollout, they would have maybe one or two every couple weeks, and they're having at least that every day. She has seen mothers hemorrhaging like never before when having their babies. She's seen mothers bleeding out of their eyes and during delivery. Like it's just things out of a horror movie and the complications and the loss of newborns and unborn life is continuing. Yeah, it's devastating uh, to the families to, you know, uh, but it's devastating to our society because we need those children to be born and become members of our society. You know, Elon Musk is, uh, uh, you know, he talks about it all the time. Where we're not having enough children. This, this push on one side that says we're overpopulated <laughs> in this war on this earth uh, is just a lie. Uh, you know, we need those kids uh, from a from a data perspective, but we need those kids as American family members. You know, I mean, that's what life is all about. Uh, you know, I'm a Christian too, and 
and that's the institution that God created at first was the family, you know. Uh, Absolutely. So. The, the sanctity of human life is what I have been, you know, talking about for a while and questioning. And, you know, we all know that our society does not hold the sanctity of human life in the way that many of us would hope that are, you know, advocates for pro-life. And that was just amplified during COVID. I was a pregnant mom. I actually got COVID whenever I was about five weeks pregnant, ended up being just fine. Haven't gotten it since, been totally healthy. My kids are totally healthy. Everything's good to go. And I, the whole time was just being, you know, pressured from every part of society. And at the beginning of my pregnant, my second pregnancy, I had an OBGYN. I ended up moving on to have a midwife and go have a home birth outside of the hospital system because I did not want to give birth in a mask. I did not want to give birth in a scary hospital system. And it ended up being the, one of the best decisions I've ever made. But my point is that, you know, I understand what it's like to be pressured to do this from all various angles. And my entire time, I'm, I'm wondering, and I knew, and I had seen some of the data first coming out that no one wanted to talk about. I mean, even the New England Journal of Medicine had a, had uh, some numbers straight out of the gate talking about the miscarriage rates. And then they suddenly, you couldn't find that report anymore. And I just was questioning, where's the sanctity of human life? You're telling me as a pregnant mom, I can't eat lunch meat, but you want me to get this shot that has no long-term safety data. Where is the, where's the sanctity for human life in all of this? And it just kept, the more we go down into producing this documentary, Shot Dead, coming out on November 9th, the more you just wonder because you see how much they knew and how much they kept going forth with it anyway, just if there is even any regard for the unborn and for these children. And that's why we have to keep talking about it. And, you know, we're rolling out this documentary of this going to be free for everyone to see because we want everyone to see this on November 9th. It is the one-year anniversary of Trista Martin's death. She would be 19 years old. She was 18 when she got this shot, an adult. So she, although she's a kid, she could go out right. and make that decision on her own. And she did so because she wanted to go off to college and they were mandating it everywhere. She wanted to go to concerts like any kid would. And she couldn't do so unless she had her car, her vaccine card. And social media is giving her all this messaging. I mean, I just, my heart goes out to the kids. And, you know, the messaging and the ideology that they're hammered with from all different directions and all different subjects. And this one that did end up, you know, causing her to lose her life. Yeah, it's devastating. And, uh, you know, that son I was talking about, he just started college and I uh, won't let him go to a college that mandates uh, this kind of stuff. Uh, well, we do have a hand up over in the Spaces audience before we go to the next break. Cat, uh, 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 who's first in line there? Elizabeth from Texas. Go ahead, Elizabeth. Thank you for this. Um, I'm sitting here even more devastated than I have been. I am going to be doing some research. So uh, if either one of you will add me so I can get information from you, I am going to be working in the next couple of days to put together a uh, thread about this to get more information out and get in touch with people and try to with my influencing, try to get people more involved in this and off of some of the other stuff that we don't have any control over. So if either one of y'all would follow me and 
uh, have it where I can have access to you, I would greatly appreciate it. I've got some plans and I want to push through with them, but I need y'all's help. Glad Absolutely. To. We're glad to. Well, we've got to take another break because we have to pay for this thing, as you know, Tyrion. Uh, uh, we'll be right back on the Rob Banus Show. It's Whistleblower Wednesday. Shot Dead is the movie, November 9th. Uh, and uh, we'll tell you where to find it in the next segment. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. We'll be right back. Interrupt today's yeah, programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. The estimates are <clears throat> from three different sources. One from Colombia by Pantazatos and Seligman. In 2021 alone, based on U.S. Census data and vaccine administration data, 178,000 Americans died due to the vaccine. 2021 alone, that's one estimate. The next one is by Skidmore and colleagues, Michigan State University, using social sciences data of people who knew others who died of the vaccine. His number came in for 2021 at 278,000 Americans. At the time of December of 2021, the CDC told America 9,000 Americans had died of the COVID-19 vaccine. The CDC, now that's what they had reported to them. Remember, if we don't have the vaccine card and we don't have the lot numbers and we don't have all the details, because when we enter Tavares, doctors enter Tavares, by the way, 86% of the time is a doctor, a coroner, a healthcare professional. If we don't have all the information, we can't make the entry because we have to put our name on the line on a Vares report. But 9,000 deaths, the vast majority occurred on the day they took the shot or a few days afterwards, times the standard under-reporting factor that's in the FDA record by David Wiseman, and this is a conservative number, under-reporting factor of 30. In the peer-reviewed published literature right now, there's under-reporting factors of 35 and 40, but let's take 30, and we're at 9,000 deaths. It's three times nine. It's 270,000 for 2021. 270. So if we've lost a quarter million Americans in 2021 
and a similar number in 2022 due to the vaccine. Now we're up to 500,000 Americans lost. And now Josh Sterling, who under oath in the, text, in the uh, United States Senate, using U.S. overall all-cause mortality data and U.K. all-cause mortality data, he's estimating the vaccine is responsible for 600,000 lives lost. This is more than the Civil War. This is a modern-day American tragedy that's happening. People are being pitted with losing their job and losing their livelihood or losing their life with a vaccine. And no one's apologizing for it. Welcome back to the Rob Manus Show. That was Dr. Peter McCullough from the end of May of this year, 2023. And we're speaking with the director of a new documentary called Shot Dead that releases on November 9th. Uh, Tiran Gregson is uh, the director, and uh, she's also a host of her own show here on the Red Voice Media Network. Uh, Tiran, uh, uh, you know, Dr. McCullough talked about numbers that were pretty similar to what we've talked about earlier in the show, but they're actually bigger than what I remembered. Uh, and uh, uh, I'll be honest, uh, they shocked me. That's why I wanted to put the clip in here, uh, because you're talking about in 2021, more Americans than were killed on both sides in the Civil War that might have been lost to this vaccine. And yet it's continued to be pushed on our American children. It's continuing to be pushed on our uh, elderly. And, um, you know, even Travis Kelsey for the Kansas City Chiefs is out there telling you to go get your combined flu and COVID shot with a smile yeah. as he dates Taylor Swift. I mean, it's just um, continuing to be pushed on everyone in all facets. And, you know, people just, I, I don't know that people are buying into it necessarily. I think what is it now? Maybe 2% um, are getting the current rounds um, right now. So people just need to continue to say no. Um, it's up to you uh, to make those decisions. And um, it is horrendous that this hasn't been pulled off the market, but that's where we stand. It's clearly not going to be at this point in time. It would be um, you know, shocking if it would. And we just need to continue to support the people that are pivoting and are trying to find a different path forward in our healthcare system, in any various aspects of our society that are saying no to big tech, big pharma, big ag, you name it, that are trying to find new um, transparent and um, you know ways to, to bring us our products and, and help us with our healthcare, our overall wellness. And um, we need to continue to support those people because you know, those like Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Thorpe, you name it, uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny has been battling, um, you know, the Ohio medical boards. Um, all of these doctors are losing their medical license. Well, we need to say, that's fine. You know, you guys can do whatever we, you want to do. We know you're captured. We're still going to give these people our business because we trust them because they put their own livelihoods on the line for the truth. Exactly right. Now, now, in the documentary, do you guys put out any information to to contact doctors that uh, that have stepped up and and do treatments and those kind of things uh, without fear? You know, we have Dr. Peter McCullough does give people some hope, and those that have gotten the vaccine, um, kids included, that various things that they can do to help bolster their immune system, to help get their health and wellness back in check. Dr. Thorpe. Um, he makes several recommendations for women 
who are pregnant, looking to get pregnant, um, to help with their fertility, to help get their bodies back um, to where they need to be, you know, to to have babies and to have healthy pregnancies if they've gotten the shot. So we want to give people hope and um, we want to give people answers. And through my show, Faithful Freedom, I have various doctors on all the time, you know, talking about the various ways that they that people that have injuries or whatnot can help themselves. Um, I even uh, Rob today on my episode that'll be airing on Red Voice Media this weekend. I have. Um, a doctor upcoming talking about the breast cancer increase that they have seen due to implants. And they've also seen, and this is implants for women that have had breast cancer that are um, then given implants. And, um, and they, because rightfully so, those women want that part of their body back after they've right. gone through that. And he gives women various ways that they can rebuild their breasts without putting breast implants in. And he also talks about how they have seen an uptick in um, women that have had breast cancer, that have breast implants and have gotten the shot in that in breast cancer or complications returning. Um, but, you know, again, we're always wanting to give people hope and ways that they can take um, ownership of their health and their wellness and doing so through diet and, and natural ways um, as well. So, yes, we try and from all various aspects to come at this and, and try and find solutions yeah. and hope for people because it's really hard. You know, Elizabeth listening in Texas, it is really hard to hear all of these things all day long and to be questioning everything that's going on in society because of the way that our eyes have been open to things. But we have hope in Jesus. We have hope in uh, the next life with our Father. And, you know, we just have to trust and have faith that, um, you know, we are just uh, beacons of truth and light for others and um, that we can still actually, you know, enjoy life and still help others at the same time. Oh, absolutely. So speaking of your show, tell folks when it airs right now uh, and uh, what are your next few guests coming up, I guess? So we are airing on Red Voice Media on Saturdays and Sundays. You guys can catch us. Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. You can also catch us every Wednesday and Friday on any podcast platform that you listen to or on the We the Patriots USA Rumble channel. And we have um, some interesting legal cases coming up that we're going to be talking about. I just talked to Berkey Water Filters. Um, they're a huge water filter company. The EPA has come after them. Um, so that's a very interesting story. We have Gail Salyer coming up um, in a couple of weeks here. She is talking about the first class action lawsuit against um, the COVID hospital protocols. Um, so we're going to talk to her about that. We also are going to be airing coming up in November, the full length interviews with these families and doctors that we did for the documentary, um, because, you know, a lot of that gets, um, you know, lost on the cutting room floor for the documentary. So you're going to be able to hear these interviews from start to finish. Um, you know, of course, we still encourage you to listen and to watch the documentary because it gives you more insight and weaves these stories together and gives you more data and information than you would just watching these separately. But, you know, that's kind of exciting for people to be able to go behind the scenes and see these interviews upcoming. That is very exciting. I've watched a few of your shows, uh, quite frankly, and uh, uh, I've enjoyed every one of them. They're very informative. I appreciate you doing it. And I'm glad you're with us at Red Voice Media. Uh, so the documentary is Shot Dead, November 9th at uh, www.shotdead.org. Is that right, Taryn? That is correct. So we will have the 
red carpet event live streamed on November 9th. And like I said, you can put your email in at shotdead.org. We will send you an email about 24 hours in advance telling you where to watch it. And we'll have a red carpet event prior to, and then after we'll have a panel discussion. So there'll be a whole event that people Fantastic. can see live streamed. After that, you'll be able to watch it on demand for free at .dead.org. Outstanding. Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, today, uh, Tiernan, and devoting all this time for my audience. And uh, we will reciprocate and we'll share your shows and we'll, I'm sure they'll share this. And folks, I'll be over in spaces for a couple of questions after the live show ends. And uh, you know what? That's what, this is what we have to do. Uh, Tiernan is getting the word out. You know, I have, I lost a YouTube channel because I had people talking about these kind of issues on it uh, and I'm going to continue to do that no matter what the consequences and and women like Tiern Gregson are also continuing to do that regardless of the consequences because that's the right thing to do it only takes a little courage and we're Americans and that's what we do well I'll see you tomorrow it's truth thursday former FBI man Steve Friend will be with me talking about all the craziness in the judicial system and the FBI going on the last few years Tucker's still laughing. <laughs> <laughs>